Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another fabulous installment, a very special installment of Matt and Dennis, the Matt and Dennis podcast. My name is Matt Scrano. I'm joined alongside, as always, by my good friend and co-host, Mr. Dennis Vinci. Dennis, happy Thursday, happy draft night. How are you going? How are you doing? I just noticed, sorry, that the Jacksonville Jaguars clock just reset itself. Sorry. I saw that too. Sorry. Oh, the pick is in. Dennis, how are you doing tonight? It's a live show, Matt. Anything is possible. I'm doing yeah. well. Very excited to be here. Can't Draft wait. Night. And uh, as we said last week, we only want- 10 teams to pick that I don't care about until we True. get to the pick I care about. True. Well, um, we will get to one of those teams that you don't care about. We're fortunate enough to have a fan uh in the building with us we have two other fans one has been on the show before we'll get to him first and he is an Atlanta not our Falcons fan they're just their colleagues they're, they're fans fans of the show <laughs> they will yes fans of the show that we just randomly brought on here and uh, have no um emotional attachment to whatsoever we bring in a fan of the team that'll be picking fourth which is the Atlanta Falcons he's been on the show before we welcome him back tonight Mr. Steven Salvo. Steven, welcome. How are you? Matt and Dennis, thank you. Um, That was an absolutely tremendous introduction. And I just want to say, you know, I think a lot of our viewers or listeners probably are from this area. But I just want to let you know that, yes, Atlanta Falcons fans do exist. And uh, we're excited to see what we have to do tonight. See what he did there, Matt? Our listeners, our viewers, he's just already a part of the show. He is. Yeah, I've been here before, you know. I'm a recurring guest. Or <laughs> we have an entire staff now watching another um, uh, band. I don't know who these guys are, and we welcome another Giants fan. But more importantly, a first timer to the show. We don't get many of those. He's a dear friend of the show, a dear friend of myself, Dennis and Steve. We welcome him for his Matt and Dennis premiere, Mr. Kyle Barron. Kyle, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? How'd you draft it? What's up, guys? It's first time, long time, you know, as they always say, NWFAN. Uh, good. And a, what's up, uh, G-Men Nation? And let's have a good pick tonight. Yep. Agreed. Let's have a good pick. As uh, And if you didn't uh, catch this already, this is the uh, once a year we get to do this, and it is one of my favorite times of the year. It is the Matt and Dennis Draft Night Special. As, as of right now, um, and I don't feel bad ruining this pick because I assume everyone knew this was going to happen, but the Jacksonville Jaguars have selected quarterback out of Clemson, Trevor Lawrence, uh, with the first pick, putting the Jets on the clock for the second pick. We do this every year. This is the most crowded the Matt and Dennis studio has been, um, and we're super pumped about it. Again, like we mentioned, uh, Steve Salvo is going to be – his team, the Atlanta Falcons, are going to be picking first – out of the teams in our group, which would be the fourth pick. Um, so we're going to get to him for his thoughts in a minute. I just want to say for starters, I feel like two, three years ago, a lot of us, Steve, I don't know if you'd agree or not, we wouldn't, we would know exactly who was going to get picked. And if it wasn't that person, it was going to be the second person. That's partly because the Giants have not been great and picked pretty early on. But this is one of those drafts, like last year, where we kind of knew for the Giants fans – what position we were looking at, but we didn't really know specifically who we were targeting and who was the most likely based on who other teams were going after. This year, in terms of surprises, going up to right now, there's like 
10 different guys that the Giants have apparently been targeting, who they can get. This is going to be really exciting. I have my opinions on it, but let's go around the room. First off, let's start with Steve. He has the his team out of everyone that we support on the show tonight. Um, his team picks the earliest at number four. It looks like Kyle Pitts. Salvo, what do you got to say? My hunch says it's going to be Pitts, but I would not be shocked if it's a quarterback. I think they – I think our GM, our head coach, both first-year guys, I think they're locked into Ryan. I think they know that he has three years – three, two to three years left. Um, our head coach, Arthur Smith, came from Tennessee who had kind of did a reclamation project on Tannehill. So I think he probably thinks he could do the same with Ryan and, you know, Pitts is probably the one guy at four who's going to contribute these next two years. You know, if you get a rookie quarterback, they're sitting for two years. They're pulling an Aaron Rodgers or a Mahomes, you know, I'm not saying they'd be that good, but, <laughs> but they'll be sitting for two, two, three years. And this is where I want to bring in Dennis and Kyle for the first time uh, tonight for more insight. I think the, the funny thing about Kyle Pitts is before the college football playoffs started, um, someone like uh, Devontae Smith looked like someone the Giants could target and have a realistic shot at. Then the college football playoff happened, and Devontae Smith, his draft capital shot through the roof. And then as time happened, as Dennis mentioned on a past show, um, uh, the, the pro day happened and all this, and then Devontae Smith kind of started to fall. And Kyle Smith shot right back up. And then Kyle Smith or Kyle Pitts for a minute looked like someone the Giants could target. That is no longer the case. Um, I'm curious, uh, Dennis, obviously you talked about it on a past show. Um, I'm curious what you think about Kyle Pitts' draft capital again. Kyle, your thoughts as well. Kyle Pitts looked like someone the Giants could target for a second. Now he looks like the, the favorite to go to the Falcons. I don't think there's any chance that Pitts makes it to the Giants with the hype that's been around him. I think there is a chance the Falcons definitely take him, but I also think there's a chance that the Falcons double down on the Matt Ryan situation and say, let's go get Sewell and protect Matt Ryan and let the weapons that we already have in the building do the work being Julio Jones and Calvin Ridley. Cause you still have another couple of years of Julio at his prime and Calvin Ridley is arguably bursting onto the scene as a top five premier NFL receiver. So you do have talent. It's not like you're lacking it. And you got a guy in Matt Ryan who you know can throw for 300-yard games on a regular basis, take care of the football, and put your team in a good position. Right. And Dennis, Dennis again, like I mentioned, we, we talked about this, and, and you kind of explained more to our audience of why why so much draft capital has kind of been, been a, a bit of a roller coaster ride. Um, the last couple months and, and after the college football playoff. But what do you what do you think about how Kyle Pitts went from a, a pretty good option for the Giants at 11 to now uh, a, a pretty good bet at number four? I'm not shocked. I told, all, I told all of you guys in January, that's who the Giants should draft. I believed he was a realistic shot because he's a tight end. And assuming we'll see three to four quarterbacks in the top 10, along with probably an offensive lineman or two, you know Dallas isn't going to go tight end. I mean, maybe they would, but they're probably focusing on defense along with maybe Carolina and Denver, but who knows? Maybe Denver, who knows what Denver does. But I'm not shocked because 
he's an athletic freak. I told you from the get-go, he's, he's a Calvin Johnson with a tight end position that that's what he is. He's not a true tight end. He's a wide receiver. And within this draft class, and I'm not shocked to what happened with Smith and what the only concern with Waddle is the injury. It's the only concern people have with him. Anyone that watched college football this year already knew and last year already knew who Jalen Waddle was already knew he would be the number one receiver. And he was, and he has a gruesome injury. It just opens it up for Devonta Smith to roll. And it wasn't until the college football playoff semis and title game that the masses and the sports world saw what he'd already been doing all year. But Jamar Chase is the number one receiver in this class. There's a reason you haven't really heard about Jamar Chase. It's because he's the first receiver being taken. After that, it's a crapshoot of where these guys go. Jamar yep. Chase will be in Carolina. He might be in Miami. I mean, I think the Falcons probably go pits, but is it out of the question? If the Falcons are able to deal Julio Jones, they're open to taking calls right now, and they get rid of his contract and they get Jamar Chase? That's what makes me think we're definitely going, like, position player. Like, when, when, when they released the Julio rumors or when the Julio rumors started circulating, that's when I said, all right, like, you don't circulate those rumors or you don't have trade discussions if you don't have a backup plan. And I know we have Ridley, we have Hurst. You know, Hurst is, you know, average at best at the moment, but you don't do that if you're not planning to pick up a chase or a pits this, you know, tonight. I agree. And I, I, I think it's possible that they go quarterback. I just don't. Believe. I, I think they still see five years in Matt Ryan and they continue that. But as the jets begin to pick, Matt, you can. So, so speaking of quarterback, uh, Goodell back up for the jets pick. Are we assuming it's Zach Wilson? And am I going to ruin this for anyone? No, it is. It is Zach Wilson, uh quarterback out of BYU goes to the jets as that has been uh, pretty apparent um, for at least a month now that the jets were probably going to get quarterback which would more than likely signal the end of uh, – well, it, This it was, is where it gets oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah. It was, there were two picks out of the way. Yep. And uh, obviously we know Sam Darnold uh, went on to Carolina, so the Jets were going. This pretty much signaled it was going to be Zach Wilson. Pretty cool seeing him uh, high-five everyone there. Um, so I, will say, I will say this. I just Before we move on, because I know we're going to talk – I think the Niners are way more interesting to talk about here than into the Falcons. And Agreed. Zach Wilson's assuming a great guy on and off the field, the way the BYU community talks about him, the way people in Provo and Utah talk about him. He has the talent. He played one year. He played one full season with BYU. He did have an injury. He was supposed to be the starting quarterback when he came in after his freshman year, got injured quarterback battle. He won last year, played one year, a BYU schedule, a schedule that was supposed to be better, but then COVID happened and they basically had to start from scratch rescheduling games because they're not in a conference. But he didn't play top-tier talent, and he's smaller, and he's going to a Jets team where I don't know if you can count the weapons that they have, but I can probably go as far as one, and I don't even know if I'd give him that much of credit. So I'm worried about Zach Wilson, and I'd be very interested as we get into training camp if they're really going to lean on him being the guy that starts week one. I, I, think I don't think they should have went Zach Wilson. They may be slow to ease him into that because they also have a new head coach, so – you can't just I understand that. And I'm assuming that that means he loved him going through their pro days and whatnot. And something stuck out, but I don't know. Yeah, well, let, let me um, jump in here for a second. Um, so 
So to review, two picks in, Zach Wilson goes to the Jets. Dennis doesn't like it, but we've known about it, that that was probably going to be the case. Trevor Lawrence, obviously, that's not, not a surprise going to Jacksonville. So, Dennis, as you mentioned, this is where it becomes interesting with the San Francisco 49ers. It becomes slightly more interesting. Kyle mentioned off the air that he doesn't think it's that interesting, but you and I mentioned that this does some in the next – San Francisco's on the clock for about five more minutes. Do we get a weird trade announcement, or does San Francisco not go quarterback and Aaron Rodgers goes to San Francisco and something weird happens in the next five minutes? That's the beauty of draft night. I don't care one way or the other, but I hope it happens. Well, uh, also, it just it, – I mean, I don't know if it's Aaron Rodgers being a bit of a D-bag, but why announce this? <laughs> why announce this at 3.30 on draft yeah. day? Because you're disgruntled with the organization. You said it. The four, said it. You don't think the 49ers knew? He's this? from there. He's probably got a relationship there. Where did his head coach come from within that system? Listen, this guy, Aaron Rodgers, sent this bomb out today, specifically because he hates what Green Bay does on draft day every year. He sits there and watches his TV and watches them pick pieces with high draft capital and never help him. And he says, I want some more weapons. I want some more weapons. And they literally roll out Devontae Adams every year and say, okay, good luck. And he's reached his breaking point where he doesn't want to take that anymore. So where today, are the Packers picking this year? They're in the but, 20s, no? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're back there. But, but yeah. every year they do him wrong. Last year, what did they do? They picked A.J. Dillon. They already had Aaron Jones. They well, and they took Jordan Aaron Love. Jones. And so everyone was speculating, yeah. is Jordan Love going to be his replacement? He'll sit behind Rodgers for a year or two. Look, I'm sorry, Rodgers. Look, you, you worked out great in the offseason. You came in. You win the MVP this year. It looks like you still got what it takes to be an NFL quarterback. And Maybe Green we get Bay, four top-notch years out of you, but we need to be thinking long-term here. Green Bay will be picking uh, 29th. Yes, I don't, I don't know. So it, The Packers I, I, really wanted – I mean, to me – if that trade were to happen and they basically just swap picks here, I would say Green Bay goes Trey Lance. Well, speaking of speaking but, of uh, trades, um, the Niners have this pick because of a trade with the Miami Dolphins, and true. they're showing the Niners' uh, boardroom now clapping. So they've they've made their their move, which tells so me that Aaron Rodgers are done, they're all clapping. There's yeah, maybe that's why. There, there's nothing weird that's going to be happening right now. Listen, um, Kyle Shanahan will tell you that he, his draft pick might not even be alive next week. There's no guarantees. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this, though. I think the smart move is Justin Fields. If they go anywhere beside, if they go Trey Lance, fine. But unless they're not going to go quarterback. But they're, no, they're going, going quarterback. quarterback. You do not they're trade. So you do not I, trade the I capital think it has to be Justin Fields. I well, think it's Jones. Uh, Mel Kuyper saying is agreeing with Steve Salvo and saying Mac Jones. I just but, can't see. I don't. The offense Shanahan likes to run. How, how does Mac Jones fit that? Because the the quarterbacks that have succeeded and you, you know yeah, um, the quarterbacks that have succeeded in Shanahan's offense, Cousins, Ryan, they basically Mac Jones is kind of like I kind of like a mini version of them. You know, kind of. No, it's the same skill set. They're not going to scramble out of the pocket. For the most part, they're you know they're accurate and whatnot. And I don't know. And it's. I agree with you. I think Fields or Lance is probably the better pick in terms of like, you know, 
potential. I just, I, I mean, look, nothing against Mac Jones. And as far as character goes, he might be the one guy that I love the most because he went to a school and sat behind Jalen Hurts and then Tua. And he never left. In an age where college football is nothing but the transfer portal, it's I want to play right now. I'm transferring. You're not playing me. He stayed there, stuck it out for three years. And then he played on one of the best teams Alabama's ever had with some of the best weapons they've had, clearly the best offensive line they've had, two of whom will be drafted. One of them might be drafted tonight, but two are getting drafted this weekend. Very, that, that, that's honestly a really good point. And um, like, you're absolutely right. And, and Mac, Mac Jones is another one that we've seen since the college football playoff. He was ranked, or not ranked, I shouldn't say, but he was projected I know you guys give me crap for my mock drafts. Yeah, but he was back end. He was in the like the teens, the twenties, twenty to twenty five. Everyone said the Patriots. Right, right, and th- the fact that he's even in consideration. And another thing I love about the draft, um, and they're saying the Niners pick is in. Another thing I love about the draft is they just showed Mac Jones, and he's sitting there in an armchair by himself, looking at his phone. Then they cut to Justin Fields sitting with his entire family, which suggests. Because usually, if you think you're in the top 10, you are in the building. Justin Fields, and I mean, don't get me wrong, there's probably things, family dynamics, this, that, and the Trevor other. Lawrence wasn't there. COVID. Fair point. No, fair COVID. point. Fair point. But in, in, I should say, in general NFL draft history, if you think you're going top 10, you are in the building. If you don't think that's a possibility, you're out of the building. Maybe Trevor Lawrence knew he was number one. Everyone well, I mean, I don't know if you saw it, but his dad pulled a Jags jersey out from the bottom of the couch. They knew that was happening. Yeah, here, comes, here comes Goodell right now. And again, it's gonna, I, this I don't couch. know. I think Dennis, Dennis might be right about the field thing. I just feel like they were way too quiet on it. And it was. I think they were throwing smoke screens everywhere they could. We'll they didn't say out. a word about fields. We'll find out right now. Dell is up to the mic. I am muted. And San Francisco has selected Trey Lance. What did I say? Oh. He's one of the guys. Wow. That is that kills Justin Fields, though. That that puts Justin Fields. That's Fields' biggest competition because they're similar quarterbacks. That's stunning. That is the first big. I don't want to here. Wow, let me let me shocked. run this <laughs> before we get to Steve. I don't think it's that shocking. Hold on. So before we get to Steve, because he has the next pick coming up with his Falcons, is this – Dennis says it's not. Is, is this a surprise? Is this the first surprise of the draft so far, Trey Lance going third to the Niners? His suit does look a little snug. <laughs> I thought it that was. That was not the question. Salvo thinks <laughs> – Pointing it out for the fear of the mind, baby. I don't think it's a Dennis, surprise. You said we it's knew. Not sh- we knew it was one of two well, yeah, options, of really, right? We, Fields wasn't even considered I just think as an option by that it was probably between Fields and Lance. And somewhere off the field-wise, they liked Lance better. I, 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 I honestly don't think they considered Mac Jones as hard as people thought they were. The interesting thing about this is Trey Lance, you know, may not, obviously may realize it may not. He just went to the best situation of any of the rookie QBs oh, coming out of the draft tonight. Yes. Unless we see like Justin Fields or Mac go. I mean, if Carolina goes quarterback. Even then, 49ers are hands down. Playmakers, coaching. All right, well, here. Uh, so just to recap, once again, I'll do this quite a bit. 
Uh, we got Trevor Lawrence. Wow. We got to get him. Yeah, these these highlights are are pretty. Incredible. I will say this too, and they're showing the highlights, and some of the things is great. I just talked about this with Zach Wilson. This is another guy. He played one season. He's twenty eight and zero as a starter. He's never lost. He didn't play this season. He opted out because the FCS moved into a spring season. They're in the playoffs currently right now. North Dakota State is. So, obviously, he's not playing. He played one game this year in the fall. Unlike all the other quarterbacks, to a degree, he's never really faced adversity at the collegiate level. He's had nothing but uber success. He walked into North Dakota State after Carson Wentz, and then I forget who the quarterback was after him, and then it was his job. I, I don't know. I love the move. I'm not surprised. I'm just saying it's contributing. But clearly the Niners were convinced too, because they right. went up there. They said, we know who's going one and two. We're going to give up what we have to give up and we're going to get who we want and props to them because they put themselves in a position where they got to pick between the rest of the three, right. Between Mac Jones fields and Trey Lance. And they I agree made the move and said, this is the rest. This is our franchise future. And now everybody else is scrambling to say, who's going to fall. Who's it going to be. And now, now all the draft rooms are reacting now, now that this first pin has dropped. Correct. It's, I mean, it's, it's still, it's still a quarterback. So we're not now going to see a quarterback. We got Cincy who won't, you think Cincy goes receiver? Well, or Sewell, but. They pro- I mean, they probably should. They got to protect. Hey, look Joe at, look at what happened to Burrow. He got killed. I mean, yeah, exactly. But and Miami, I don't think they go quarterback. Who's seven? All right, hey, let me let me jump in once again. I'll do this multiple times tonight. Oh, but- the Eagles are the Eagles the seventh pick? No, no. Eagles they are traded to now, twelve. Eagles are twelve right after the Giants. So a rumor had it, and, and really briefly, rumor had it as of even two days ago that the Eagles were desperately trying to trade. Who's, up. who's seven then? Because it, it, Carolina's eight, Denver nine, Dallas ten, right? Uh, seven is oh, Detroit. Detroit. Seven is Detroit. No, seven is yes, yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but Mel Kuyper as of today is saying New England's going to trade up with Detroit. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah, but, but forecasting trades like that gets kind of right. crazy. All right, but hold on. We got we got three and a half minutes left. I want to give him the floor. I want to give Salvo the floor. We talked about it already. Kyle Pitts. More than likely, we will see. Steve uh, agreed at the beginning of the show. Steve, once again, your last-minute thoughts on uh, does Kyle Pitts become a Falcon? If not, who do the Falcons go for? What are their needs? What are the what what is the the thought process tonight? That's what I want to hear. If it's not Kyle Pitts, who do you want? What's the thought process of of right now of what the the, the big needs? Obviously, in the first pick, but in the immediate few picks for the Falcons, what is it? What do we need? So. If Julio's traded, it's obviously we need another playmaker, which makes Pitts the absolute, the like the logical selection. We need a running back. We need defense on all kind of aspects, you know, all all levels of the defense. Um, but the pick is in, so let's uh, let's see where we're at. But I, I think it's going to be Pitts. Would not be stunned if it's Fields. Um, and Steve, you're ahead of you're ahead of me. I do not see that the pick is in. So you announce it on Matt and Dennis. <laughs> take it away. Who are the Atlanta Falcons taking? Well, they're I'll let you take the floor on Matt and Dennis. Yeah, they're still going through the, the, pick. the last times the first three picks were all quarterbacks. They're going to drag it out. I the ex- pick is in, but can I just say that while we have yet. this like half a second before we announce, we let Salvo announce the pick. 
Is anyone else a little upset that we got fans randomly sitting in Goodell's chair? <laughs> like, why are is we doing even, this? Is it Goodell's chair, or did they just buy another chair? I mean, I it's know. probably not his chair. He's not going to be like, yeah, come to my basement, take my <laughs> recliner. They got some random brown recliner. But the fans aren't announcing the pick. No. So they're just up there hanging out? Yeah, just sitting in his chair. Yeah, I'm not sure what the gig is with that. Today. I would feel really weird. Like right now, you're just on an island by yourself, sitting in a recliner, <laughs> with sitting in front of the nation. Sitting in front of the nation. I think it's dumb. If right, it's here. not pits, we well, should be fields. Jump back in here, Salva. Wait for yeah. when it's about to be when it's about to be decided, and then I'll cut back to you. So I think what we're gonna do. Well, for did you just hear what he said? He's walking up. He said, oh. "If it's not pits, it's gonna be fields." Uh, yeah. Fields. Yes, I think, yeah. Bring Salvo. Georgia kid back home. Salva, the floor is yours. We are walking to the podium. Kyle Pitts. Exactly what I expected. Love it. Another weapon. And it's best player in the draft, other than Lawrence. First off, congrats, Steve. And second off, again, like I said. There was a time where the Giants, uh, where he looked like the favorite for us at 11. So, sure he didn't get drafted by the Packers with that suit? He did ascend up the draft boards, though, I will say. He did. He, he ascended, like, at least six or seven picks up the – and that's, that's a lot of money. That is a yeah. lot of money. Listen, but that suggests that the new regime is not – not that they're not sold on the, the incoming quarterbacks, but that they believe that Ryan has years left to him. And there's no know. reason to not believe that. Right. He hasn't shown zero signs of slowing down. And we're in an age where QBs play into their 40s. Right. Like, that's what happens. When you see Brady winning Super Bowls at 43, you know, you look at your 35-year-old quarterback and, you know, you see that, you know, they probably have a few other, a few more years left. Just give them, give them the right pieces. And, uh, you know, I just pray we keep Julio. I just, and I don't want to like rain on your parade. I'm happy for you, but I saw an amazing tweet. I wanted to wait until this moment to make sure you got pits. Tell me. <laughs> the Atlanta Falcons or some fan thing for the Atlanta Falcons tweeted out Ryan, Julio, Ridley, pits. How do you stop that? And a college football writer wrote, I, <laughs> Atlanta Falcons will find a way. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> the answer is they're going to run it with Mike Davis. <laughs> Falcons have gone through. Who is a, your running back right now? Mike Davis and Cordero Patterson. Falcons have oh, gone boy. through a lot of uh, a lot of trauma uh, in the last couple of years, and they they deserve some wins. And our buddy Salvo deserves some wins. Yes, Dennis. If well, if he falls, uh, he, he might not, depending on who what needs are in the back half of this draft. But do you have a second round pick, Salvo? The Falcons. We do. Travis Etienne would have to be the guy that you're targeting. That is exactly who I want. I don't know. I'd have to go back and look to see the other running backs to see exactly where they're being scouted, but he's the all-purpose back that I would want yes. over everybody. Well, people are saying Pittsburgh Steelers are going to take a running back. Najee Harris is being talked about, and people are saying that ETN is going to go in the first round at some point as well. They're saying Buffalo. I mean, but Buffalo just spent Buffalo on Singletary and Zach Moss. I'm not sure. Yeah. Pittsburgh makes and it they sense I mean, to me. It's not like Moss or Singletary were first-round picks, but they were mid-round picks. Both had big-time college careers, especially Moss. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, 
for the sake of time, um, we're going to wrap up the first half of the show. Uh, Cincinnati, about five minutes left on the clock. A lot can happen between uh, now and when we come back. Um, 50 minutes. 50 minutes to get into the fifth pick. A lot will happen. A lot will happen. <laughs> what? What? Not a no single receiver yet, but that's not what we expect. That's exactly what we expected. So now it gets interesting. Um, which receiver goes first? Prob- we're thinking Jamar Chase. And uh, who is available by the time uh, the number 11 pick swings around to our beloved New York Giants? We will get to all of that and more. We will go back over the Falcons pick. We'll go through the top five. We'll talk about any surprises. And I'm sure there might be at least one or two between now and the Giants. We're going to take a quick break. This is Matt and Dennis. We're joined by Kyle Barron and Steve Salvo. Uh, who do we got? Trey Lance going to San Francisco. We got Kyle Pitts going to uh, the Falcons. We have um, uh, the Zach Wilson going to the Jets. And as expected, Trevor Lawrence. You did that totally going. out of order. <laughs> Got to keep it interesting. Mind. My mind was. You went four, two, three, one. <laughs> Double play. And Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence goes number one to the Jacksonville Jaguars. We'll be back. We'll talk about who Cincinnati got, who Miami got. A lot more to come. You're listening to Matt and Dennis. We'll be right back. Hey, hey boys, having trouble in the bedroom? Like, hey, erectile dysfunction. It's not something to be embarrassed about. All right, welcome back. I don't know if Dennis put any cool hotel lobby jazz in there. Uh, nope. between the, yeah, because Dennis is lazy and did not want to edit the show. Uh, welcome back. Got to stuff Matt. to do, baby. So, some things that have happened since then. J.C. Horn just went to the Carolina Panthers. Jalen Waddell uh, went to the Miami Dolphins, which is not shocking, but a bit surprising, and especially for Giants fans listening, Jalen Waddell uh, up to the point of the draft was uh, very highly sought after um, as a, a, a potential uh, pick in the first round at number 11. Uh, Bengals went with uh, Sewell. Um, no, but Bengals went with Jamar Chase, excuse me. Um, who took Sewell? Lions went with Sewell. Lions Matt, I want, I want to stop you right there. We don't need to recap. Everybody knows what's happening. I want you to take it because you have been yammering during our little break here about your worrisomeness that is the Giants front office. And we are it's one not- pick away, basically, whereas we're waiting for the Broncos yep. to deliver their pick. It's Why not- do you think Dave Gettleman might mess this up? It's not, it's not worrisome. And again, there's 10 players, like I said at the beginning of the show, there's 10 players and there's 100 different positions, again, unfortunately, that the Giants need to address or the Giants can, can get better. I, I just think going into this draft, I think it is a best available situation where the Giants should draft the best available player that's available outside of quarterback. And if, assuming what we think is going to happen, if Devontae Smith is available at number 11, I think the Giants have to go for Devontae Smith. I'm not saying that this – there's a bunch of different options on the table before Denver picks, before Dallas picks, that I'm, I'm not saying I'm going to be unhappy. Like, if we don't get Devontae Smith, it's not going to ruin my day because I didn't think we were going to get him or even have a shot at him. But I think all I'm saying is if he is available at 11, like right now we are speculating he will be, I, I think well, the Giants have to go for him. And – 
uh, I'm assuming, and this Denver Broncos fan is one of the better dressed, if not best, I've seen. He tonight. doesn't beat the Bengals guy, but it's up there. Yeah, they're. Probably- I was making a face because he's a little bit ahead. I'm just gonna say this might surprise you. Did Denver go for Devontae Smith? No, I would have had a much different reaction. <laughs> I think this pick might burn some of the Cowboys. Ooh. Wow. Ooh. wow. All right, so Denver goes Patrick Sertan from Alabama. This is, by the way, if no one read mock drafts, I listened to the show. Everyone had the Cowboys taking this guy. Yeah. I'm curious how they're feeling in Dallas if they expected this or if this is a blow to them right now. No, this is definitely a blow. They were counting on J.C. Horn or or having their pick of either of them, and they're both gone right in front of them, back-to-back corners. I think that that's – that Dallas knows their defense stinks playing out and straight. Like their offense. I wonder if they go Parsons now. And I think Dennis, you might be right there because they're looking at this saying we need a defensive playmaker and he might go right in front of the giants, which would make your decision for you between Parsons that, and Devonta or Smith. If they do a smart thing and look at their aging offensive line, expensive offensive line in go Slater. I maybe but I, I, that, I'm with you. I think defense is their top priority. I think that they, they saw last year that maybe they, they should just trade a pick away now. I mean, maybe, maybe somebody's calling right now to come get fields. Who knows? Fine. I don't know. Plenty, plenty of time. There's nearly seven minutes left on the clock. Well, not, I mean, they're not going to call for a quarterback. I think, I think, you know, 10, 11, 12 aren't going QB. I mean, Dennis, wait a, second. wait a second. Would and that'd be obviously a major shock, and I don't think it's going to happen. You but think the Giants, Michael, quarterback? No, I'm saying, what if the Eagles? Because as of a week or two ago, they were not uh, publicly admitting. And I mean, don't get me wrong. There's the teams that say, yeah, everyone's fighting for the starting spot. It's a bunch of baloney. The Eagles, even during the season, were not sold on Jalen Hurts, which surprised me. But even I, I talked to Eagles fans. You guys know I've lived in Philly. I listen to a lot of uh, Eagles or Philadelphia sports media. I have friends and family that are diehard Eagles fans, and a lot of them don't think it'd be the craziest thing if the Eagles dove back into the QB pool and put a, a new rookie QB up against another rookie QB in Jalen Hurts. I think it would be a waste for them. Yeah, it's just I stupid. <laughs> I, I also agree that it would be a waste for them. I like Jalen Hurts. Oh, as Yeah, the Giants would have to play against him, but – uh, for the Eagles, I like I like Jalen Hurts and five minutes, just about five minutes left uh, for Dallas on the clock. It's a big ass national championship ring, Sertan's got on. Dennis is saying Parsons. Salvo, Kyle, what are you guys saying? I think Parsons is probably the best guess right now for Dallas. Yes, they need they need defense, and that is the best defensive player on the board. And their guy, just- or they go Matt's route with Denver screwing them. So we're just going to screw the team behind us. We'll take Smith. If There's you go no Lamb. way. Figure yeah. out the receiver. You went Lamb last year. You don't go Smith this year. And I, I love this shot that they're showing repeatedly of Mac Jones just sitting <laughs> sitting in <laughs> the armchair. Two cell phones. In I've his won, chair with his. I'm sure all the players have that, but his name in a picture frame and a, on a football with two cell phones scrolling through Twitter. All alone, just waiting. I don't think he's scrolling through Twitter. It looked like something like Snapchat or something. I was trying to – he's scrolling through something with a bunch of notifications on. It might be his DMs. Just Is that real? See if he gets any fresh ones. 
Salvo just broke the golden rule. Did he get an inside scoop? Is Jerry Jones calling Salvo right now? He got an inside scoop on Twitter. It has not come up on the screen yet. There, It's on the screen now. There has been a trade. Uh-oh. So Kyle and Salvo breaking news right now. I'm not seeing it. What is it? And what? it is the last thing you would expect. It is an interdivision trade. Did the Eagles jump? The Eagles just jumped in front of the Giants to 10. And they are going to take Devonta Smith, Matt. And there is no – I don't know about the actual pick. All I know for fact is is the trade. But to me, this oh. says we're getting in front of the Giants and we're taking Devonta Smith. That's all this says. Oh, no. Which is the worst nightmare. Is Oh, no. And for Dallas to facilitate this trade in the division. They have nothing to lose. We, we said it. Their top two on their big board are gone. I mean, so this who, is insane. Whoever third, they, prob- they probably don't care enough about who is third or fourth and probably don't believe whoever it is the Giants would take. Oh, Dallas Philly. doesn't have a t- the 12th pick. Freaking Jeff. Wow. Moore. The Eagles are going to get Devontae Smith. I think I uh, partially – there's two, two things here. I think the Eagles called and said, we want to come up, right? But I think the other thing is the Cowboys' war room might be in shock right now that back-to-back corners went in front of them. I think that plays into part of this. I 100% agree. They felt super confident at 10 that one of them would be there. And as Steve has observed on the screen, which I, they have not said the, the trade details yet, Philadelphia still holds the 12. So the question is, what did Dallas get for the 10? Unbelievable. Devontae Smith is going to go to the Eagles. And they, they screw us over again. Unreal. Well, that means Parsons is still on. So uh... it could be allergies, but does anybody else think that uh, Devontae Smith right now looks like he's about to cry? I don't blame him. Me, meaning, meaning that, well, I mean, yeah, who wants to go to play in Philly? But meaning that he just got the call that you're being drafted. Hey, Devontae, how would you like to be an Eagle? But you know what's surprising to me? Is you know what? Cowboys... Now I'm going to be upset because now if we don't take Parsons, like I just think collectively if we took Slater, we know it's a smart pick. We know he's, like you said, hog molly. He's a big guy up front. But I think collectively it would just be a – Yeah, I, mean? I think if Smith goes here, I would agree with you that Parsons has to be – Who else? Who else? What would, who else would they go for? They, they I mean, do, they, as far they, as Kuiper's big board goes, the top five left, two of two of whom are offensive linemen. The, the guy who I'm not going to pretend to pronounce his name from USC. The Eagles are in Western. desperate need of wide receivers, and they knew they were trying to trade above the Giants to get Waddle. Waddle went to Miami, so they knew Devontae Smith would go to the Giants. So they did the. I'm very curious what they gave up uh, to get to get this position and. Yeah, that, that's that's the Eagles screw the Giants. Parsons up. looks unenthused. He's also channeling his inner LT right there with his getup. I think <laughs> little turtleneck oh. under the uh, under the sport coat. You know it. You know it. I think maybe that's a sign. He's got the uh, the cross hanging earring. LT had that. He might. He, oh, here's the here's the trade details. Oh, so the Cowboys did get the 12th overall pick, and they received a third rounder on top of that. So all they got was a third rounder to move back two spots. Oh, maybe they, maybe it just didn't update. 
No, it just they just released. Them. Honestly, I think it's what you said. They were shocked. Two corners went. Who was who's ever on their board? They're not worried about Philly or New York taking them. That's all it comes down to. And we get right. a third, a, another pick in this draft because we knew how many picks Philly and Dallas had coming into this. But you pass on Parsons if you're Dallas, right? Where you just had the you had the chance to get him. You just had lead. I understand that, but maybe it's maybe they want to go offensive lineman. Maybe they're okay with either one. I don't. Yeah, there's Smith, Slater, and Parsons. But there's no guarantee yeah. that the Giants don't take an well, offensive the... lineman right in front of them. But... So I don't know. If that'd be rolling the dice. True. If they knew Eagles want Smith, or the Giants wanted Smith, then that guarantee. I want to trade Parsons now. and let's trade with Washington. Let's let Washington move up and take a quarterback. God <laughs> yeah. knows they need one. Honestly, honestly, if the Giants thought that Devontae Smith was in play, that's exactly what I'm doing right now. If I'm the Giants, I'm looking to trade back. Yeah, pick up the phone. Who wants to trade? Yep. And that's that's just like that is. But I hate to break it to you, Dave Gettleman has never traded out back in the first round. It's yeah. not going to happen. Nope. One of the reasons I hate him, but one of the many. <laughs> Listen, Matt, you're hanging out with the analytics guys too much. <laughs> no, I. I like um, unbelievable like i mean it's not unbelievable the eagles we we knew like i it was reported two days ago the eagles were going to try to trade up what is unbelievable is this taking an awfully long time what's unbelievable to me is that dallas let this happen clearly to me this says that dallas is more in fear of the giants getting smith and being dangerous than they are in fear of philadelphia getting smith and being dangerous you don't just give it to a division rival like that i just no i mean it's i think it's smart we're getting a, an extra third round pick we're still going to get a guy that's on our big board our us the cowboys i mean they don't care which one yeah. has who which team has him Devonte smith went to the eagles if you cannot tell by my gun to head reaction, he doesn't look happy. He doesn't look happy at all. Poor guy. Wow. Oh no. I mean, the Giants are on the clock, but you could not be more rattled if you're. He looks very excited to be going to Philadelphia. Yeah, that's. Oh. You know, I really came into this draft not excited because I really don't get excited for the draft. And also that I was pretty confident one of three guys would fall to us. And I would be totally okay with Sewell, Smith, or Parsons. And I don't know, but this is like a punch to the gut. Yep. I almost didn't. I really didn't want Smith. I wanted Sewell or Parsons. It's just unbelievable that the Giants always, like, let them, like, the Eagles just bully them constantly and like we don't the giants don't stand up for themselves on the field in the offseason what, what does that have to do with this i'm just it's just like i think jeff Lori picked up the phone and was like hey dave we're yes jumping we're jumping you dennis it was literally reported two days ago that the eagles were trying to trade up so the giants would not get jalen waddle we knew this was gonna happen i didn't i don't watch the news no i don't i seriously guys don't. this is this is also just it's not oh, even philadelphia too Barb. it's also dallas saying have fun. But it's just it's just hilarious. I think you guys are reading too much into uh hey, the Giants are getting pretty good here. Let's uh let's throw them under the bus, Lily. You know, let's let's throw more. There's a pure business. I think uh, look, I think there's something to be said that everybody now, if I'm Philly, division, I'm ecstatic right now. Everybody but, in the division thinks Philly is the farthest from winning the division, I think, currently. Yeah, because they're 
head coach was playing rock, paper, scissors with uh, prospects. Three quarterbacks. <laughs> you Let's see, see what Nate Sudfeld has to offer. Oh, man. It's got to be Parsons here. God, that hurts. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Guys, guys. Someone's the last thing in this world just happened that you thought would happen. You traded? Trade. The New York Giants have traded their pick to the Chicago Bears, who are 100% coming up to get Justin Fields. Or Mac Jones, but, yeah, probably Justin Fields. The Eagles literally just – Wait, so where are the Bears picking? The Giants and got the guy with 19, I think, or 20. Yeah, we're farther back now. Well, I'm not watching all of this. The podcast keeps going on. <laughs> what? When did we move to? I don't know. Where are the Bears scheduled to pick? They were a playoff team, so they got to be in the 20s, no? Oh, God. Whoa. That's huge. What did we get? So we didn't get a first back for this? You did we get Allen Robinson? Wait. No. <laughs> Hi, Lauren. No. You definitely get – No. In a 2022 for- first? Oh, so they don't get So this. we have zero first-round picks. Sorry, podcast. This is anticlimactic. The Giants uh, are not in the first round. I guess we will not be uh, broadcasting. I guess we will not be broadcasting the Giants pick as the – yeah, Kyle, read, read what just happened. Uh, the, the Giants just traded with the Bears for the Bears' first-round pick next year in 2022, as well as a fifth-round pick and – a fourth round pick, one of which is this year and one of which is next year, which to me, right off the bat, is not enough. That is a horrible trade. Oh, what? what oh, wait, excuse me. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, what were you guys uh, saying earlier, uh, five minutes ago, about uh, Dave Gettleman? I mean, don't fool yourself. Wait, Dave Gettleman is the don't only one that controls trade. Yet? Now we have the 20th pick. Yeah. We didn't lose a first round pick this year. No, we didn't. That's not what's included in the. This says Bears acquired number 11 pick from Giants in exchange number 20 pick, fifth round pick, number 164, and a 2022 first and fourth round picks. Okay, well, that changes it if it's two first round picks. Salvo's Salvo's report said that it was just next year's. Well, what did did Schefter just read? Yeah, it is this year's. Okay, it is this year's now. And next year's. And next year's. That makes me feel a lot better. That makes me feel a lot better. Yeah, <laughs> that that would have been an the initial report. <laughs> yeah, no, the initial I was about to say we're not that came on Steve's phone said next year's only. We're just gonna assume you guys suck and we'll get a top five pick next year. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, that, okay, so now Matt, timeout. Flip the script back. That is nine spots we move backwards and we get a first rounder next year out of it, and still stay in the first round this year, and two more picks on top of that. Well, now. Because I didn't mock past like pick fifteen, who was going to be available? Well, Patriots are about to get Mac Jones. They really are. <laughs> I'm just saying he's going to drop. He's going to fall to him probably. You didn't get past fifteen. I'll. T- I mean, I'll tell you what. I like this from Dave Gettleman. You just got slapped in the face by two teams from your own division. You don't see it worthwhile to take an offensive lineman here or Parsons. So you move back nine spots, and we get an extra first next year. Yes. How's that a bad thing? No, no. Now – Let's be frank. Ne- we're looking at probably two top 20 picks next year. That's correct. Top, yeah. Because I think realistically you're looking at two teams that at best are probably eight and eight. Maybe nine and seven. 
Yeah, the Giants literally saw the Eagles come up and snag their guy, and they said, "All right, we'll do you one." That's what I mean. I got that means you got to credit Dave Gettleman and what they're doing in that war room. Yeah, I'm not saying that they were picking up the phone. Their phone was probably ringing off the hook of teams trying to jump other teams. Like I said, I think it turned into who was going to come up to get Fields, and it was going to be the Pats and the Bears calling, and who was going to give up more. And it probably turned out to a bidding war that caused the Bears to say, "Fuck it, we'll give you next." We'll give you next year's first rounder. I think, and, and, and again, I will just hammer this on one more time. Two days ago, it was reported that the Eagles were desperately trying to organize a trade. Well, what did you want the Giants to do? Trade more assets to jump in front of Dallas or and or Denver? No, no, I, I, I shouldn't say that. I'm just going to trade. That was a great trade. When, but the first report that you had from Rappaport no, did not say – It did not say this year's first rounder. So that's when I started to lose my mind because okay. the second report clarified. The ESPN that. update I got did. So run this by me again. We get to the 20th pick. We get a, a fifth rounder this year. Yes. And, and a first, first, first rounder of next year. And yes. a fourth next year. And a fourth. And Bo Callahan. Or Von <laughs> because I said so. Because no, you have because to I hire Mike Nagy like next year. Say it with me, pancake eating mother. I can't say that word on the <laughs> podcast, but Kyle just did. Who else do we need? Uh, what's the name? David Goddamn Putney, because I feel like it. Give me a nice bleep. <laughs> oh god. All right. Well, um, I wow. guess we'll take another break here. Are we are we trying to come back? Or are we are we, we gotta come back we before 20? Like another hour. <laughs> So, all right. Uh, do we do it here? This is live. Why don't right we now. hold off? Let's see what Dallas takes. Then we'll take a break. We'll come back and do the Giants. So, do we want to stay on here for the Dallas pick? Yeah, I know. So okay. we can boo them. All right. So the Bears go. Justin Fields, <laughs> quarterback. They're uber excited in uh, Ohio. Yeah. Up oh, there it is. The question I would love to know is, who else called? Did New England call? And were they going to offer anything? Well, I, I would gotta, love I to gotta know. be honest with. If I'm Chicago, cool. I get a quarterback. I love Justin Fields. I already talked about that on the show and on previous shows. So I'm cool with the pick. But is this not giving up too much? You're not worried about Dallas taking a quarterback. The Chargers aren't taking a quarterback. Maybe Minnesota? No. No. This is what I'm saying. I think that there's a behind the scenes. The Giants took almost a full clock to trade that pick. I think there was a behind the scenes war between two teams. And to me, it screams New England. But somebody, the Giants said, look, you got to give us more. And somebody finally said, okay, we'll cough it up because they got into an arms race of who could give us more. And in the end, the Bears decided to part with another first-round pick, yeah. and the Giants said, done, it's over. I feel like New England probably offered a package to the Giants, but it didn't involve next year's first because it was only four picks behind. That's what I got to feel. Yeah. yeah, There's no way the Bears just come out alone and say, here's this year's first-round, and here's next year's, and some more. Yeah, we'll, we'll never know, but that, that makes a lot of sense. Also, what's going to be very interesting to watch, I don't believe he'll fail, but should he fail, the un, the Chicago Bears, you've traded now up twice in the draft for your last two quarterbacks, and if Fields doesn't work out, ooh, boy, is that franchise set back. Yeah. Big Cat's reaction on part of my take will be great tomorrow. <laughs> I just Oh, man, this is that, – that's – is that the biggest surprise so far? The Eagles trade that is hands down. This look, the NFC East, baby, causing drama. Love Honestly, it. 
it's just been three. Yeah, it's us. It's our the three teams. Because I think Washington's just back there doing their thing. Nobody cares about them. I think about how the again, it's not like a broken record. The Eagles said they were going to trade up, but I did not think that Dallas would allow the Eagles to get a wide receiver. And I think Kyle made one of the best points of the night a few minutes ago, where that says that if Dallas is willing to trade with the Eagles to put the Eagles in a position to get a wide receiver like Devontae Smith, that tells Kyle and me that Dallas is like, here, Eagles, take take whoever you want. We are, we're not afraid of you. And I think Kyle made – that's one of the best points of, of the night. It, it, I right. think better point by Kyle is Dallas was stunned that two corners go right in front of them back-to-back. Back. They now – their big board's destroyed, and their players, whoever they're going to get, is going to be a little bit cheaper because he's no longer a top-10 pick. And, and the reason why I said both of those things, too, is especially the Eagles' point, is because if you look at what they got back, they only got a third-rounder out of this. So, yes, it's a third-rounder. I mean, it's only two picks to move backwards. It's nothing crazy. It kind of bought them some more time, and I think it did a little less damage to their point to their chances in the division. And if you're Dallas right now, the Giants trade out. You take Parsons. You take Parsons. You've, lo- you've lost nothing. You take Parsons, and then the whole Giants fan base, like ourselves, is pissed saying, we got to play against Parsons for the next however many years, and we're all like, we could have had him. And remember, we How about that? Out. We came into this draft with three hopefuls, all three gone. And that's that's exactly what I'm saying. I hate Dave Gettleman, and I'm sick of the Giants getting bullied. He had, well, it's not his fault. Yeah, but they trade raped. The Bears. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I'm just. If we're gonna, if we're listen, if this is our fantasy football league and this trade goes down, that guy is getting hell for weeks on end. The Bears are silly, <laughs> and the Giants are Osa. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cowboys pick is in. Honestly, this is this has got to be defense for all the points that we've made before. I hope they go but, corner. But you know the, the maybe they'll take Farley from Virginia Tech. The charts, the comparisons are going to be there. Of what did the Giants turn the pick into? What did the Cowboys turn the pick into? It's going to be measuring yeah. of what Three, they got. Now, it'll be very interesting. Correct. Now I have to go. I have to like when we take the break, like just to look and speculate who we could get at twenty. It's, I mean, it's a great point it's because a, I didn't it's think a we'd very be that different far. different draft back there. And and you know what. Maybe it's the edge rusher that the Giants love that they thought they'd be reaching on at 11. It makes sense. That or maybe our offensive line you think would be the two that stand out. How about that, though? Pretty much chalk all the way through, and then the NFC East just thrown in a It went crazy, and I knew that somebody had to trade for fields. I knew that somebody was going to get impatient and come up and come get him. Well, one of them, yeah. You'd have to think one of those teams in the teens, the mid to high teens. And but I Giants. didn't think it was going to be the Giants trading out. All right. Uh, the Dallas lady in the chair is up there in the top three, I think, for uh, most interesting wardrobes. Who is this guy? I have no idea. Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> yeah, no, for real, though. Who is this guy? What's he doing up there? How do you get those cards? Just a fan that just got on stage and, like, you look important. He's breathing heavy. His mask is moving in and out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> it's like a Thanks suction cool. cup. 
think <laughs> for dealing with a lot of the silence that happens. Dennis, the silence of the Eagles trading up was similar to that of you and I when Daniel Jones was drafted and we live react. A little more, a little more shock with that one. But a little more shock. But this move or the Daniel Jones pick? I think Daniel Jones. <laughs> this is the most electric announcement there has been. Here we go. Wait, who do they take? Is he hugging him before? Oh, he's saying it. And we... Or she's saying it. They got what we thought they would. We are who we... They are who we thought they were. (laughs) Is it snowing? No, people... They got who we thought they were. (laughs) Yeah, we let him off the hook. (laughs) Did they take Parsons? I can't deal with... It is Parsons. All right, they did. All right. Parsons. So So, just another stud linebacker for Dallas. That's great. Yeah. Right. Well, Jalen Smith, Van Der Esch, Parsons. Good luck running against the middle against the Cowboys. All right, here. Let's. Okay. I'll say this really quick. We'll get a quick reaction. We'll go to a break. Parsons goes to Dallas. Devontae Smith goes to the Eagles. The Giants have uh, a trade with Chicago. As of now, we have diddly squat. So we don't have diddly squat. We got a bunch of draft picks. So we have a fifth rounder and a first rounder next year. As of right now, in the here and now, the Giants look like clowns, uh, as far as I'm concerned. Compared, out of so. your mind. I don't think so. No, we're not breaking so. on that note, and we're going to compose ourselves and let you rethink your thoughts. They are not clowns. You're crazy. I think Parsons, I think Matt needs some time to digest this. Parsons to the yes, I do. But Matt, Parsons, he needs a mango white claw. Parsons, Rob Lauren, get out. Shut up. Parsons to the Cowboys. Smith to the Eagles. The Giants get no one that was on on their uh, on the top of their menu. So I think I think Matt is leaving on heartbreak, and those are the two people that he wanted. And he's not looking at the bigger picture. And I'm sure when we think about this later, you're going to realize that next year we have two first round picks. So when you're looking at that draft board next year, you're going to be able to pick two of those big guys. And I don't think Chicago is going to be that great this year. Like if they're going to start Fields half the year, are they going to start? Andy Dalton at all. Like, I don't think the Bears are going to be good. That could be a really good pick next year that we get. We could have a top 10 pick next year from Chicago, plus whatever else we do. I, I, I agree with you. I'm a very, I'm a very reactive uh, type of person. But here, we'll, we'll come back. Uh, this show is going to go a bit longer than I think we expected it would. Uh, Giants are now picking 20. We'll talk more about that. We will be back. Didn't know we were taking this break, but here's another break nonetheless. Steve Salvo, Kyle Barron, Dennis Vinci, Matt Dennis rolls on on night one of the 2021 NFL Draft. All right, welcome back. Matt and Dennis, we... We did not think we would be uh, still here. It's uh, 10.32 uh, here on the, the East Coast, still here alongside uh, Dennis Vinci, Kyle Barron, Steve Salvo. Um, a lot has happened tonight, a uh, few changes, and one of the big ones is why we are still here. Dennis, I will not recap the entire thing, but the reason why we are still here is because, once again, Dallas Cowboys trade back with the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles move up, get, De- uh, get Devontae Smith. Cowboys get Parsons. Giants then trade uh, for the Chicago Bears to move up and get their potential quarterback of the future in Ohio State QB, Justin Fields. And um, 
I, I, I felt pressured. I went to the bathroom. I took a leak. I pulled up my phone. Well, I took a very long leak. And I will admit, I think I overreacted. Uh, I'm pretty certain I did. I don't think I realized what the Giants were getting out of trading that back. I admit that. Giants do get uh, a fifth rounder in this draft and will get an additional first rounder and an additional fourth rounder, um, I believe. Correct me if I'm wrong, guys. In the 2020 right. draft. So Chicago gets supposedly, uh, hopefully for them, their future quarterback. Giants get a bunch of Chicago Bear draft picks. So this says that the Giants were definitely targeting Devontae Smith, especially at that point in the draft. Didn't pan out. Giants get a bunch of picks. So I apologize. Washington's on the clock. Who do you apologize to? Dave Gettleman. Dave, I'm sorry. I like <laughs> what you did. I will never – I'll write it on a chalkboard. We'll see. I mean, we'll see what happens in 2022. But – um, you know, I'll, I'll let you guys talk about it very briefly, Steve, Dennis, Kyle, and then uh, we'll see what Washington does here. Here, very briefly before Washington gets their picks out, your initial thoughts on the, the trade the Giants did with the Bears and what happened with the Devontae Smith uh, situation. The boys in Connecticut can go first. I mean, I, I laid it out there when the trade happened. I think it was a smart move for the Giants. They got a bunch of uh, picks and collateral for moving back nine spots. And I think when I'm looking at the board and what we're looking at now, they're going to get what they wanted anyways. Um, and they're not going to overpay for it. And now they're going to have extra picks along with it. So I think it was smart worked out. I agree. I think, you know, Smith went a pick ahead of them. Obviously the Eagles made the trade with Dallas, but you know, don't reach for the guy you want trade back, gain some more picks next year, this year. Good trade for the Giants. Yeah. This, to me, was a poised, hopefully not rattled, Dave Gettleman in Giants front office. Unlike two years ago dra drafting Daniel Jones, where we were panicking, thinking he won't be there when we were picking 13 or 14 or whatever that was. So we have to reach. We have to take him in the top 10. Now we don't necessarily have to do that. There are a plethora of edge rushers and offensive linemen. And running backs. I just say that to stir the pot, but the running backs are don't, there. Don't you dare. <laughs> and that's what Kyle said. We're going to pay less for it. We get a first-round pick next year. I fully believe we could be looking at two picks inside the top 20 next year. That's huge. And as much as Matt has had his differing opinions on David Gettleman, he sadly, Matt, maybe – well, maybe we're actually really good because it's not like you're wishing failure on him. You're hoping he builds the Giants back into a Super Bowl contender. So also, I'm not going to – Say that. But let's, this not, is, yeah. let's not underestimate Joe Judge, too, in the room at this point as well. Right. Like, I think that he's got a handle on building the team how he wants also, and it's not just a uh, GM. I agree. That, that's, that's fair. I'm, I'm looking for Joe Judge what these prospects are viewing the Giants as. Like we said, Devontae Smith looking upset. Did he have conversations with the Giants and absolutely loved what he heard from that staff? And then – assumed if I'm not going top 10 and getting a lot of money, I'm going just outside of it to an organization that looks like they got their crap together. Dennis, Sadly, he went to the Eagles who they don't have their crap together. Let's be honest. Dennis, <laughs> Dennis, good point. And honestly, before the giants even pick, before we wrap up the show tonight, which we will do probably shortly, I, I Kyle, I think you're, you're the winner tonight for, for best. Please come on the show again, because you made another terrific point. And that is, there is no way knowing what we know now about Joe judge 
what he means to this organization and his reputation that he quickly built around the league and the division as a head coach, there's no way he does not have a hand, a, a very big, significant hand, and what the Giants are doing uh, in the war room leading up to the draft. Um, there, there's no doubt about it. And I, I think we didn't really talk about it too much until you brought it up right now, but there's no doubt about it. And, and Dennis, I, that's a, I, I wouldn't say it's a good point. I think it's a good observation. What you said about Devonte Smith looking pretty miserable, um, finding out that he's going to the Philadelphia Eagles. I, I don't know if that's, if we're reading too much into that. Um, the linebacker from Kentucky Davis goes to Washington, the Washington football team. Giants are officially on the clock. And this is where I will mute, uh, not right now, but I will mute um, all of you, and we will know soon enough who the Giants will get nine picks later. But, um, yeah. I, I think we're in a perfect spot now. It's not like – I mean, nothing against Davis. Kentucky's defense has been getting better and better each year. It's not going to – it wasn't two years ago when they were – in contention with teams like beating a Florida team for the first time in 33 years or whatever, and in contention with Georgia and all these other, but Elijah Moore is there. If the Giants want to go receiver, I think cutie pie is there, even though I don't want a Michigan edge rusher on the Giants. And I mean, I think they go offensive lineman. I, but listen, I think, I think the offensive lineman can be a day two find, I think, because I think the offensive linemen they're looking for are not the, uh, tackles. I think they're looking for interior alignment, which I think are easier to find in later rounds than elite talent at tackle positions. So I think in that case, they know that. Well, and also, I mean, outside of Swole, the next two guys on the board were interior guys. They're gone in right. Slater and uh, what's his face from USC. Well, Slater was a tackle, right? No, I think he's a guard. Is he a tackle? He's a tackle. Yeah. The guard went to Vera Tucker was a guard who went to the Jets. Yeah, who were supposed to be an elite talent. Well, they were in the same situation going tackle last year like the Giants did. Right. I would say if you want tackle, I think Darisaw is probably the guy. He is a tackle, right? Tackle. I don't, yeah, and I don't necessarily, I mean, why just assume Thomas is our guy at left tackle? Why won't either one of them play right tackle? You'd start him off inside and move him whoever plays better on the on the outside. I mean, we also saw something completely unorthodox from the Giants last year where they cycled through linemen during the middle of games, series at a time, where one guy got two series, the next guy got three series. I don't think that they have to be sold on the starting five, per se. I don't know if it is a starting five. I think it's a a group, a lineman room that they cycle through. I think that to me, this pick right here is is an edge rusher. Well, and within that that you're talking about, you find your starting five. And you find that unit that hopefully can stay healthy and get snaps together. And then they just become one cohesive unit. And that's what you want on the offensive line. One all I moving mean, as potentially, but I also haven't had in over a decade. Potentially, but I saw Judge employ this system last year that was like, okay, we're going to give these guys series off in between so that in the fourth quarter, we're still going to be hitting you in the mouth. I don't think he's convinced that it's got to be five guys. I think he looks at a group of seven guys and says, okay, we're going to cycle. He gave Hernand- Will Hernandez series. He gave this year Solder's back. I guarantee you Solder gets some series on and Thomas gets some off and Matt Pert gets some on. And they're kind of, they have a lot of pieces to move around and play with. I don't think you're going to see the same starting offensive line group week one, 
through week five. I think it's going to be all I, different. I, I, I agree oh, with that, good. but I just, you're looking for a unit. You don't so want to interrupt really quickly. Guys in and out. So what Kyle just mentioned, Matt Pert. Matt Pert, what did we get him? Fifth round last year? Matt yes, Pert. but that could be said about anybody. But Matt Pert. Where did the Seahawks find Russell Wilson? You know what I mean? No, but hold on. But we drafted Andrew Thomas first round. Matt Pert impressed me significantly more than Andrew Thomas did. And he's one of the players on our offensive line, our entire team, that I'm most looking forward to seeing his progression this year and the coming years. I agree, but there's a reason they're projected to go where they go because they have the body of work in college and you project what they're doing at the next level. There's the goat right there on TV. Wearing some very nice shoes, I may add. And, he is uh, looking pretty Dave, dapper. I'll give him that. Dave, Dave Gettleman, Gettleman I, don't, I don't know about Dave it. Gettleman's stomach is uh, about to hang out of his uh, belt right there. Who is this? Can they not afford lights in their basement? What's going on? That's Quiddy. That's Quiddy. What is happening? From, from Michigan. That's Cutie Pie. I am digging the matching uh, outfits, though. Oh, there's Cutie Pie. Do we go? Do we go for a rival of the hometown team here in Lansing? Okay, the clock just reset, which means the pick is in because ESPN is glitching. Here we go. Right. Um, I will not say it. I'm going to mute you guys. I won't say it. I'll yeah, let you know. You still have some that. time. I mean, on my end, at least, it hasn't, that hasn't even happened yet. All right. Even when the pick is in, there's still another. I just I want, I want answers. Who, Kyle, Matt, who do you think we're going? I'm, I'm saying it's going to be. I think it's Darius. Or it's going to be Rousseau. I think it's going to be one of those two edge rushers. I think I'm going cutie pie because I feel like we would have heard more from Mel Kuyper by now if it was going to be Rousseau, if other teams were, were looking more seriously at him. I will mute you guys right now uh, just because you're ahead. Nothing personal. I know exactly who it is. Don't say it. I'm not. And Steve already looked at Twitter. He did. He did, yeah. and I said, do not say it. I let you have your Kyle Pitts moment. I will say, I wonder, I wonder <laughs> yeah, how I, happy, so I already knew I was I wonder <laughs> how difficult it is for these guys at ESPN, pretty much every network to try and get this amped up for every team and their needs. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, some of these guys like Lewis Riddick not, is like, he is hammering home some points right now. Well, Lewis Riddick is a player scout. I understand that he's a former, former GM, but it just, just rides a weird little wheelchair back and forth from the field. Weird no, that's Booger. That's You're talking said. about Booger, Booger McFarland. That's what I said. I said Lewis Reddick yeah. is, a, is a scout, and Booger McFarland just rides a wheelchair back and forth. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The Booger Mobile. They Man, they did away with that. They got rid of yeah, it because so many people complained about it. Their ratings yeah. were horrific. <laughs> Here we go. Um, well, yeah, when you pay five grand for seats and some guys riding around in a big. <laughs> <laughs> Any second now, our beloved New York football giants will be drafted. There is a guy walking out in the Goodell chair wearing an LT jersey, and I appreciate that. That could have been you, Kyle. That could have been me. <laughs> uh, Kyle, please, uh, you or Salvo, please do not audibly make I will have the straightest face, straightest look on me. I'm turning it over. Roger Goodell is on his way. There is a Lawrence Taylor fan. Roger Goodell just walked up to him like, uh, you're in my seat. It doesn't matter. I mean, I see Kyle's face. I, I saw my phone. So I um, uh... I put it on the ground. That means we're not getting cutie pie based on Dennis's reaction. We're not getting Gregory Stowe. So who the heck did we get? Who the heck is that? 
That's Florida's number one receiver from last year. Oh, that's not a bad pick, though. He's a very good receiver, but I don't Uh, know. Mind blown. I don't know what they saw in him over Elijah Moore, over Rondell Moore, Bateman. It's like Tyreek Hill right there. He's 5'11", 199. It sounds like Shepard is probably not going to be back after. He's Devontae Smith. Who? This guy? Tony. Oh. They're, they're comparable size. Yeah. Speed Are you kidding me? And that is a Dave Gettleman draft of a random guy. Shout out to the guy at the Lansing Brewing Company that said we'd get some guy that no one thought we would get and no one – out of every single person – and I'm not – again, I'm not saying this is good. I'm not saying this is bad. I'm just making an observation that of the 10 people that I – I mean, just look at those highlights. Though. I just the guy I really that- didn't believe they were going to go receiver. Uh, correct. I think that's what I'm shocked about. After because four, yeah, I th- I have no problem going Tony. It, I it just you thought I thought more from Ole Miss was the best remaining receiver, but whatever. So after Devontae Smith goes and we don't get Jalen Waddle, we still go wide receiver in Tony from Florida. I think I think this shows a clear strategy from the Giants, and they were going receiver. And when they saw Smith fall through their hands. They were able to make a good trade, come back, and we're going to get the next comparable guy. It it sounds like they had an idea as to what type of receiver they wanted. Exactly. I mean, go look at both Waddle, both Smith. They're both under six foot. Exactly. That's exactly threats, they, they're guys that can play on the outside. They can play on the inside. They're all comparable. Exactly. But they have their outside guys in Slayton and Galladay. And yeah, we have the deep threat Shepard and Galladay. Yeah. Slayton too. No, Slayton's a deep threat if he can hang out of the football. Yeah, but definitely, definitely no shortage of weapons. That is an awful lot of hats that they sent Tony. I saw that. <laughs> you have every team. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, look at where'd y'all put this the Giants is, one. This is now with this pick right here in the first round. This is put up or shut up year for the offense for Daniel Jones. You went out, you got Kenny Galladay, you drafted Tony and Saquon's back, and, like, if they don't score more than 24 a game on average, like, that's what this says. Like, you need to be scoring. Like, you need to come out in the first quarter, go take it down the field and go up 7 nothing. Like, no more Giants football of punting it back and forth and waiting to start scoring until the second quarter because the defense kept you in the game. Like, that's not the answer they want. All right, here let's let's go around let's go around the horn here one more time, and we're gonna wrap things up. Giants uh, get Tony from wide receiver from Florida as their pick. More than likely, ninety nine point nine percent sure that that will be the only pick the Giants get of the night. We'll we'll kick it off. We'll get last words really quick from all of us. We'll start with Steve. Steve's team went Kyle Pitts, the Atlanta Falcons' fourth pick. Steve. Uh, what do you think about your Falcons? What do you think from what you've seen in the draft? Um, what happens next tomorrow and Saturday uh, for your Falcons? And what do you want to happen? Well, yeah, well, I think I was kind of expecting pits like for the last few weeks. And honestly, you know, obviously it happens. You know, wasn't shocked with the quarterback, you know, if that were to come to fruition. But um, definitely thrilled with Pitts. I'd like to see him get a receiver or uh, a running back. 
probably in day two and then kind of load up on defense for the rest of the draft because let's be honest, there's a, you know, our defense is, you know, not one of the best, but uh, you know, to, to go to the giants pick though, I will say I wouldn't be too disappointed with Tony. You know, I, I had in mock drafts I've seen in the last few weeks, I definitely have seen him as a first round pick. And I know like he was looked at for the Packers and a few other, you know, teams but you know i don't know i'm uh you know we'll see what happens but you know for the falcons definitely running back in defense i think they could probably hone in on well congrats on kyle pitts thanks for coming back to the show let's do this again uh we'll move over to um our buddy sitting right next to you in the steve salvo uh studios kyle baron <laughs> kyle We've had a, it was a roller coaster every day. Thanks again for coming on. Welcome to the show for your first show. Um, let's get you back on here. But, but what are your thoughts as a Giants fan? You and I see eye to eye on quite a bit. Um, we had agreements and disagreements tonight. What is your overall view on how the night went for the Giants? And also, what do you see? What would you like tomorrow and Saturday as the weekend progresses in the draft? Slash, what do you expect will happen as the weekend progresses? Well, thanks for having me. It has been it has been a ride tonight. I mean, <laughs> it's been all over the place, and I, I don't think we could have forecasted the events that happened in the picks involving the Giants. Dave Gettleman trading back. Never would have seen that in a million years. But that being said, I'm really happy with the amount of picks that we got in the draft capital for moving back nine positions. I think that that is huge. It's something that's hard to uh, be really happy about because it's a delayed effect. We're not going to see the effect till next year. And then we might say, wow, look at who we got simply by moving nine spots backwards this year. Um, the pick, I'm, I'm still a little bit shocked about it. I, I thought that when we missed on the wide receivers, the top talent, that that was going to be it. I didn't think we were going to come back and go wide receiver here. I don't know much about the guy. I really want to take some time to learn about him and I'm sure after I watch his highlights some more and I'm going to love the fact that the potential for the offense but there needs to be answers so the offense needs to have the answers this year there are no excuses anymore period for the offense um the defense played as a unit last year we know that we know they have the guys on the roster the secondary is going to be I think the elite part of this defense this year with McKinney coming back healthy Julian Love having another year uh, Darnay Holmes last year, who they were pretty high on playing nickel corner coming in. Uh, they have Bradbury. They brought in a Dory Jackson. So I think from that standpoint, like the Giants look good at the secondary. I really thought we were going to go edge rusher. So to me, I think day two has got to have one, an interior lineman to throw into the mix, whether it be a center or a guard. And I think that it would help to have somebody in the front seven, whether it's an outside linebacker who can rush the passer or somebody who puts their hand in the dirt and goes and gets him. I'm not sure. I mean, Leonard Williams generates pressure for sure from the D tackle position and Dexter Lawrence is a beast, but I think that they're lacking that dominant pass rusher. And I, you know, they'd have to find a diamond in the rough if they're going to get that on day two, but if they can get a contributor from year one, who's going to get a couple sacks and help push the pocket, that's a win from day two. And Kyle, and just to, before I move on to Dennis, I, Again, another good point. Again, come, please come on again because you made a lot of awesome points tonight. And I think we've seen, and that is a great Tony Dungy costume by this Colts fan. Um, but the Giants, and, and this is 
again, I've it's very public, especially on the show, that I've criticized Dave Gettleman. I am not a big fan of his, but I've also made it very public that he has earned my respect and he has earned time to hang around longer and see this thing through. And a reason for that is what he does late in the draft, finding, like you mentioned, Kyle, those diamonds in the rough. And he has done that the last couple of years. He has really improved the offensive line that got significantly better by the end of the season than it was at the beginning. Um, Dennis, we'll, we'll move over to you. Again, you and I have a lot of uh, agreements, disagreements. And I, before I hand it over to you, obviously, um, be it that a lot of us are Giants fans slash Yankees fans, social media, like I did earlier tonight, tends to overreact a lot. Giants Twitter, Giants Facebook, overreacting a lot. But this is one pick that I expected to look down at because a lot of Giants fans want the flashy object. They want the sexy pick. Dave Gettleman and the Giants tend to not go for the sexy pick. And Tony is not the sexy pick. He's a very good pick, but he is not. He was not a top 10, top 15 sexy pick, sexy wide receiver pick. But I have to say, looking very briefly – while Kyle and Steve are talking at Twitter and Instagram on the official Giants pages, the Giants fans engaging on social media, for the most part, seem to love this pick. Giants writers seem to love this pick. I want to know if you love this pick, and I also want your grade on how the first night has went, what you would like out of the rest of the weekend, and where you see the rest of the weekend going for the Giants in this draft. I'll, I'll start with that last point. It, we don't have a lot of picks in this draft. And like what Kyle said, there's no excuses for the offense coming to this year. I wouldn't go that far. We're not done yet. And we saw improvements from the offensive line. We don't know what our running game is going to look like. Let's be honest. Saquon is still rehabbing. That is a big part to the Giants offense. So I, what we do here in the next two days, like you said, those diamonds in the rough, to find the right guys at offensive line, to find the right edge rushers, hopefully guys that you know, are lesser known guys that come in and work and are, let's be honest, what we talked about in the second part, I guess, of this three-part podcast, Joe Judge guys, guys that Joe Judge clearly has his fingerprint, like Kyle said, on this whole process. So guys that are going to be Joe Judge guys on the interior because we had the receiver and that's, it shows that the Giants had a plan from the start in round one. They were going wide receiver. Go look at this. Go look at Waddle, Smith, and Tony. They're all comparable. They're all around the same size. They're all around the same skill set. And I know Tony doesn't, he's not a sexy name. And he's not Moore from Old Miss because Moore was the best receiver available. Fine. Go watch the highlights of Tony last year. It's him and Kyle Pitts on that football team. He can punt, he punt return, he can kick return. That's something the Giants have been lacking for pretty much ever he can play. He's more of an inside, but he's a streaky guy down the sidelines. He's quick enough. He poses another threat and he's someone that can go over the middle and isn't afraid to do so. So he is a solid pick and I'm okay with it because it looked like the giants had a clear goal of what their first round looked like. I will say this. The lasting thing that I will remember of this first draft or first round, do not forget what Carolina and Denver did. They set this whole thing in motion by doing what many people didn't think they were going to both taking cornerbacks, not to say Philly was still going to jump and go after a receiver. Cause 
It's not like Dallas has to worry about the Giants going corner. If one of the guys was still there, maybe Dallas still jumps back. They get an extra third-round pick. But maybe Dallas just sits there holding their phones in their hand, waiting to make the call to the one of the two cornerbacks that they wanted. What those two teams did, I think, set this whole thing in motion. And I'm okay with what the Giants did so far. But again, luckily we got some drama because it was, it's been pretty much chalk, and that's usually how the NFL draft goes. And all the drama. And again, I'll 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 eat crow. I don't I don't think I I really knew what we were getting back on that trade uh, entirely. Even though you guys were literally saying it the whole time, I think I kind of spaced out there for a second. But you let I, your I, own Gettleman hatred just clog your mind. Dennis, no, you drifted off shock. to another planet was, just in shock and awe that you the Eagles had bested us. The Cowboys let it happen. Now the Giants are moving back. Adam Schefter mistweeted, so we didn't think we had a first-round pick this year. Yeah, Dennis, as as much as yeah, I I will take I will eat again. I will eat my crow when it's necessarily eat my crow there. Um, what what I'll say again again my own personal opinions is it's, I just I'm, I don't like getting bullied by the division, and for a minute there it felt like we we were getting bullied by the division, but again we got Galladay in the off season. And again, that's, that was one of the reasons why I thought if we have Galladay, if we have Shepard, if we have Slayton, I'm okay with us not going receiver. I think we would get receiver if it was a best available situation. Devonte Smith fell the giants. That would be a best available situation. It didn't end up that way. So, you know what? I'm still happy with our receiving core. I'm still happy. Assuming we have a healthy Saquon Barkley for me, Going forward, we still need an edge rusher. We still need some offensive line, a boost in the offensive line. I think those needs will be addressed Friday night, Saturday night, as the draft continues. And I'm I'm happy again. I, I set off the air. I went to go take a leak in the little boys' room, and I looked at uh, who's going to be involved in that draft next year. And I'm very content with uh, two 2022 picks. <laughs> And I also don't think the Chicago Bears, like, I don't know if it was Kyle or, or one of you guys mentioned it, the Bears probably will not be a top 15 team. So now we got to root against the Chicago Bears. So um, I'll just also say this, too. If it shows we're going receiver, let's look at the top teams in the NFL right now. There's a bevy of receivers on those teams. They never have too many. It's all speed guys. It's all guys trading space in the open field. The game is that that's what wins. I mean, look at the Bucs. They did it with defense, but it's not like they didn't score points in that Super Bowl. Yeah. So you have to have a comp. You have to have both. And I think the Giants are building towards that. This also Thanks might show a little more confidence in the defense. We don't have to go edge rusher right now. It's true. And Greg, Greg though, looking like he may be waiting until tomorrow night to see what. Hey, maybe we trade in. We trade back in. Yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> I agree with Kyle. I don't think so. But I think if we – like if Greg Rousseau is available longer than the Giants think he would be, I would be willing to trade it up at some point. Probably not tonight, but maybe tomorrow and try to get, get Greg Rousseau uh, because we need an edge rusher. What were we going to say, Kyle? Dennis, I'll just uh, – I'll float this out there. Whenever you want to talk PGA, let me know, and I'll get on here and uh, we'll have some serious golf talk. I know you guys need that. We'll bring it back when the U.S. Golf world. <laughs> yeah, like two months. 
let's wrap this one up. This one's been a lot longer than we thought it would be. So to all of our listeners, if you're out there, thank you so much for listening. We are on Twitter um, at Matt Dennis Pod. We're on Facebook. We were not able to get the Zoom up live like I hoped, but nonetheless, we did the show. We did the live reaction. We brought it back the Matt and Dennis tradition of live reactions. Um, before we say farewell, uh, very big thanks to Steve Salvo for coming back. Steve, please come back again. Congratulations on your pick. Kyle Bear made his Matt and Dennis premiere. Kyle, you brought a lot of great insight. You made a lot of good points tonight. You are a diehard true and blue Giants fan like myself and Dennis. So please come back. As always, uh, we will welcome you to the show. Dennis Vincy, um, for another successful uh, Matt and Dennis uh, live reaction show. Anyone have any hard-hitting things they uh, have to throw in here last second? Nope. Good night, New York. All right. Where else? Not just New York? (laughs) That's the only place that matters right now, Dennis. (laughs) And I will say one last thing. Credit to ESPN. I don't think, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong, I don't think up to this point at the 23rd pick, Minnesota, I don't think I've seen a single family tragedy exploited on national television. <laughs> so I think they may have gotten a hint last year. <laughs> I will leave it at that. Glad they didn't go in that direction this year. But for Steve Salva, for Kyle Barron, for Dennis Vinci, my name is Matt Scarano. Thank you guys for listening. We'll recap all of this next week and we'll also talk about our good friends over at the new york yankees organization next week on matt and dennis we'll let that simmer for the weekend and we'll let everyone get their angry text messages out for all these guys i'm matt scarlett thank you guys so much for listening to matt and dennis we'll catch you next week dennis adios oh.